0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are entering the realm of five Good morning, good evening, good night, folks. This is your Football Scout 365 podcast host. Woody Massey, I'm here with Coach Mel Taylor, and we are the Mellywood Podcast. Yep. We're here to give, bring you some NBA trade deadline action. Oh my god, I'm so excited. We let the death settle, we let the death settle, see how the cards fell. And man, it was, it was crazy, it was already a crazy deadline, and then boom. the little cherry on top. Ben Simmons, James Harden. So many mixed feelings. So many mixed feelings. So many mixed feelings. Let's start with this because, I mean, you're a Sixers fan. Yes. So tell me what you feel initially from this.
1: Well, initially, I was just relieved. Just relief. That's the first initial A lot of anxiety
0: on the table. A lot of
1: anxiety. Just like, when is he leaving? Because he's not playing with us no more. As soon as he kind of said that, I was pretty much done
0: with him. Um.
1: So you know, uh, Joelle
0: Joel had been roasting yes. him too, in, the, oh, in yeah. the in the best way possible, Diseng- disengaging. saying, I am not a babysitter because that is exactly what you're asking him to be. Like mm-hmm. it's insane. Like when you really when we say this years from now that Ben Simmons just refused to play with the team that he went to the conference finals with. Whoa! He just—he's like, and then he wouldn't meet with his teammates when they all flew out to see him. Gangster. He—he literally no, no. Gangster. Try jilted girlfriend. I say gangster
1: because he's. See, I respect Ben from the perspective that he's I holding don't. strong to his belief system, no matter how asinine those beliefs may be.
0: He's holding strong to them, and I really hope well, that he'll. He thinks he won. He thinks he won, but in actuality, like, bruh, he went from the guy that will tell you to your face to the subtweeting twins.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This is so bad for him. This believe is- it or not, believe it or not, he may accept that more because it's a so? different it's a different generation, man. I feel as though with Ben, he doesn't like criticism in his face. He doesn't like, you know, mm. too much. Like he don't want that, he doesn't want that pressure outwardly on him. He would rather you talk behind his back, because that way it's easier to dismiss it.
0: Yeah.
1: Cause cause to be honest, while I'm kind of like in the middle with this whole situation, I'm not I'm not as far as other Sixers fans, like they oh I hate Ben. Mm-hmm. I understand that he's just, you know, he's a bitch. And I say that very affectionately. I say that very like no judgment. You know, not everybody can be, you know, there's a new generation we in. So, and also, when you're when you're coached by Doc Rivers, which is kind of segue me to my next point, when you have this, uh, I, I, I'm trying to be respectful because, again, he has some accolades. He really does. Like, Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers has a certain amount of respect in the NBA, and it can't be denied. However, it can't be denied that he's also lost three games where he's led three one can't, we can't admit that before three series. I'm not my mistake. Three series of him losing three. No, he was up three one. He lost them. Mm-hmm. Also take away those one and a half years with Boston. Okay. Give, take away the two years with Boston. What has his career really, you know, what has, what has he really accomplished? Also all the talent that he has accumulated within his career as a coach, and you have only one championship to show for it, disgusting. Which brings me to my next, next point, James Harden. I love James Harden. I just don't like James Harden with Doc Rivers. You have two people who have proven to just choke at some of the most pivotal moments in NBA history. Like James Harden, as you know, what was it? Like at least don't quote me, but at least 13, 14 turnovers, when he's with the Rockets against the the Warriors.
0: Yeah. You have Brickin'. Bricking.
1: Bricking. Brickin'. That's not even including that same game when they missed like thirty three pointers, twenty
0: six three pointers to thirty. The, the thing that's most to him about James Harden, is, and I don't think James is ready for what he's about to walk into. Yes, Philly. Yes. If Philly Philly fans find out that you're out and about partying mm-hmm. and not caring and like then you have a bad game, mm-hmm. yo. Like lock your doors. Oh yeah. No, literally. <laughs> Lock your doors. That's for, like real, a, for real. For They're gonna egg your house.
1: Like, and, and I and like me, I'm not even from Philly like that. I mean real I'm a Philly, fans. Yeah, real fans. But even me, even though I'm a huge Philly fan, if, if even me, I, if I would see James Harden this bullshitting like he has been, I will be upset. I will be tweeting him. I will be one them them fans that you're describing so eloquently. So you know that being said.
0: After saying all that yes. and how disappointing it could be, yes. James Harden is the perfect fit next to next to Joel Embiid. That's why I'm happy. Because <laughs> yeah, like, he likes taking parts of the games off. I like this James. Is, I don't like is,
1: James with Doc, though. That's my thing.
0: Yeah, just I can a, get just, that. But Doc does have a way of bringing out the best of his veteran athletes. Does he not? I'm thinking. Who? Who's he brought uh, out Dr. of his vet veteran athletes? What wh- which veteran athletes can you can KG say was though? the best defender on the Celtics when his, his he, he was the,
1: he was the best his whole career with the Celtics defender defensive defender.
0: defender. Look what he's done Look, with Joel. Can't um. Joel's much more complete of a player since Doc.
1: I would I would actually
0: give credit to
1: Shaq and Charles.
0: I mean, yeah, because they they told him to do it, but Doc got him there. Yeah, that uh,
1: can, can we can we put a pin in that in the Kevin Garnett and the Doc? I really want to go in depth
0: sure. about Doc's, that.
1: Doc's legacy is yes. a good episode. On, I definitely. really want to go because I really have a lot of thoughts. I know, I know about not that. A fan. I am not a fan
0: <laughs> at all. Uh, the key to this trade, there's two aspects of this trade mm-hmm. that I I was. Happy and sad for the Sixers. Yeah, the fact that they kept Matisse Thybul is huge. That was awesome. I loved it. They you picked the right one. You had to have him next to James. Yes. You yes. had to have him yes. next to James. And he yes. can only go up on offense. Yep. You know what I mean? He can only go up. Um, I know what you're going to say. I know, gonna I, know, I know this is going to be weird. I know this is going to be weird. They're going to miss Andre Drummond. Oh, you shocked he, he me. Played, he played meaningful minutes. You played meaningful minutes behind Joel, and you didn't have to change up the offense because Andre Drummond was useless taking people at the top of the key and taking it to the rack until he got to Philly because that's what Joel does, but he just does it way better. And you know how I feel when you can put a sub in and it doesn't change your offense.
1: Yes. I know. They, that's your, that's, your, that's, a, that's a thing for all coaches. Yes. That, I think that's a beautiful uh, perspective you have. I will agree with you. Especially since he became a fan favorite. Especially with the rebounding, the rebounding yeah, on the bench is. huge. Yeah. It's it's big, especially for a Doc-led team. And, and again, to prove myself wrong, to kind of prove your points you made earlier, Doc does seem to get more out of players. This is an example of your statements you made earlier, which yeah. um, I don't value.
0: <laughs>
1: um, again, we'll talk about that later.
0: But it's key but, to I, step up here, Tyrese Maxey. He has to yes, fill the curry Yes, board. Yes.
1: Yes. That's the key. Now, I think that I think what it came down to with, with Maury, it was he, he had to pick between Seth and Thibel. and I'm um, credit to him, he made the the best choice
0: for a championship. That's, it's Thibel
1: every time. Because let's be real, that that him giving Seth up was a very very hard thing considering he's the son-in-law, son-in-law. of the coach.
0: So which is was was probably big... great for Seth. Wait, I get to go to Brooklyn and I don't have to see my father-in-law every day.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I'm, and again, people don't understand, you understand it because you know you're from the you're from the you know, you live in the Pennsylvania area. Uh-huh, it's yeah, quite Allentown. Exactly. About shout out to Allentown. You know, Philly to, to New York is like a two hour drive.
0: Yes, like I it's
1: close. Not in a, <laughs> yeah, a U-Haul. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is perfect for him as a man, and me being a married man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And his and his wife is like he, she does some stuff on the ringer too. Mm-hmm. So she'll, she'll be more plugged in there. But I think they're going to definitely miss Seth's three-point shooting. But
1: yes. for the
0: Sixers to become the best team mm-hmm. that they could be, mm-hmm. Tyrese Maxey should be their starting point guard. Absolutely. Uh, no, is that, that
1: even a question?
0: I mean, yes, no, Seth, let's, Curry, let's, let's... Seth Curry and Joel Embiid had created this really good chemistry together. They've, Seth Curry figured out a way to like fade off him very well. I this is the best think- Seth Curry we've ever seen. We'll ever see. He'll mm-hmm. never be better. Like he's not going to be as good on. He'll be good, but he won't be as good. Now, th- not getting Patty Mills back in this deal, I don't understand.
1: Yeah, but it's understandable. Then that's why I said the Nets really. So, so let me. This is why I'm. I'm a little bit in between. I, I actually think that this trade was very even for both teams. But even in different Sixers
0: ways. overpaid just a little bit.
1: The Sixers, my Sixers absolutely overpaid. And getting Paul Millsat was, and we're going to release him. You know, we're going to waive him or whatever. Yeah. It's like we could have really squeezed out something else. We could have squeezed another player that could have been a more of a rotation player. Because we lost two rotation players. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, people are like saying like, oh, you no, know, Ben wasn't playing. You know, saying "fuck Ben." the whole point is Steph Curry and Andre were real rotational players. One a starter, one, as you said, was playing amazing minutes for us. That's that's I, like you said. Back to your main point, the Sixers got fleeced a little bit, but for the win, now absolutely James Harden with
0: with Embiid is like the beautiful. most undervalued thing that the Nets got in this deal is that 2027 first because of oh. Joel's knees. And James Harden probably out of the league by then. Mm-hmm. That could easily be a lot like a first-over pick. pick. Was a lottery pick. What, what, was it top eight protected? I think it was top eight protected, right? But still. They're top get, eight protected. It's still for the first crazy. year. The next yeah. year, it could be even worse. You know what I mean? Exactly. That Those picks, people, man, people don't pay enough attention to those late-throwing picks. Mm-mm. They become so Mm-mm. valuable. Those no. windows close and open so much with movement in the NBA now, you just never know. <laughs> That's why when people are asking the Lakers to give up. That 2025 first for – as a throw-in on, like, one of these trash, like, Mm -hmm. wingmen. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no. If LeBron leaves, who knows how long – much longer Anthony Davis is playing. He looks like he's checked out mentally. If there's nothing on the line, you can't even get this man to get up for a game anymore. Unless there's
1: something on the line. Yeah, so shout-out to the Lakers for not making that trade. I'm very proud of them not making that trade. They should get rid of Vogel. But –
0: I'm, I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself. Ahead of Vogel. I got ahead of myself. I like. But what were you about
1: to say? What are you about to say?
0: <laughs> I like Vogel. But I I wish that they would have gotten reddish. That was the guy that kept getting rumors about. Because Tibbs doesn't want him. We could use that defense and the shooting. Anything,
1: man. Well, you need everything. I'm not a we anymore. I'm definitely yeah. moved on from LeBron. Um,
0: you moved on from
1: LeBron? No, no, no,
0: no, no. Oh, lebron you no, said so it. It's- oh, LeBron's,
1: the LeBron's the GOAT. I mean, to me, he's retired. Like, to me... This isn't our goat. It's like it's like it's like Jordan Wizards years to me.
0: Can I ask you a question? Yes, yes. If the Cavs called up or the Lakers called up the Cavs right before the deadline, it was like we'll give you a LeBron for Evan Mobley.
1: Oh, you know the funny part is, I actually thought about it. Yeah. Like you saying that, and I'll say like maybe last year if you asked this question. Get him like, another
0: sh- title. He retires a Cav.
1: It's not, it's not even. Evan Mobley is a future Hall of Famer. I'm saying it right, he here, is. right he now. He is.
0: Future Hall of Famer. And people,
1: he gives me so many Tim Duncan right. vibes because right. nobody even like.
0: What? What's up? What, what if they called up? So we'll give you LeBron for Jared Allen and Colin Sexton. Yes. If I'm the Cavs, I'm taking that. Yeah, probably not with the Lakers, though. It's not worth it. No, it's not Better the to have LeBron stupid. in the, yeah, in the center of the.
1: Man, LeBron's still a top seven player in his league.
0: Now, one thing I want to cover on the Sixers before we leave this yes, trade. Before we leave up. yes. This, this bench is ugly, and they don't have a backup center anymore. No. Nah. And Joel is not a guy who can play 40 minutes a game. No. Nah. A lot of small ball. And Paul that's Mills- a, yeah, Paul Millsap will get some burn, but how good is that going to be? I heard they're waving him, though. Oh, man. Well, so it's it's going to be a buyout guy, right? Obviously. It's, it's gonna a buyout a, guy, yeah. Probably. Well, who, mm-hmm. who's, who do you think is going to get bought out? Hmm. I haven't heard any rumors about anyone yet. I'm going to look at and do some digging right. into that. Now,
1: I, I, now, you know, I've been like, that's, that's why we waited so long after the trade deadline to start talking about is to hear about these wave rumors. But like you said, we haven't heard yeah. any wave rumors. The only one I really did hear was the Paul Millsap waving him because I know that the Lakers were even thinking about maybe shouldn't do it, but they're thinking about, but then again, they don't have no players, but my last point before we move on from my Sixers, um, I really believe that James Harden and B can win a championship together. I however, however, James got to get his head right. James has to get his head right. James has to be able. To, I want to see a James. This is that me cares. as cares. This is one that cares, and I think we're going to see that. But two, I want to see a. I want to see James. Remember when James first went to the Nets yeah. and how he played that point guard role? Like them yeah, first he, few but months, he didn't he got, like it. He didn't like it. Well, that's the that's the rumors coming out that he didn't like it or that But uh, however, with this team, he understands that the bread is done. With the pick and roll with him and Embiid is going to be masterful. Also, he's gonna get a lot of time with him and Tobias. I think that's gonna be something that they're gonna be really looking into. Like having a lot of Tobias on the floor. With Tobias James.
0: paying rent in that corner. Yes. <laughs> paying rent in that corner. <laughs>
1: um But okay, the last, last point, we need a center. So we need to pick up a center from the waiver wire or something. I, I feel like we can pick up somebody, maybe. But you know. That's all the thoughts I have on the Sixers. I really it's really kind of we have to wait and see how they're going to evolve, because right now they're going to have to evolve. They're going to be a totally different team because James has to have the ball in his hand a lot, which might be a good thing, give uh, Embiid some rest. So this might be a good thing, might not be. Oh, like, oh! how can we forget about Ben Simmons and all this? We didn't even talk about Ben Simmons as far as his his capability and what his role was going to be with the Nets and how he will really – not have to shoot as much, and he's going to be able to play more offensively in the dunker spot and on the post more effectively now.
0: That's true. Without
1: yeah. Joel out the paint. I think the reason why he wasn't scoring as much is because his scoring points were the same as Joel's, which forced him to kind of play strictly just point guard and just giving the ball whenever he can. But, and, again, he's coming with a new attitude. So this new Ben, he's coming like to really show people what he's about
0: no i I agree he's gonna be a mo- he's gonna be motivated and I think Kyrie especially is a smart enough ball player that he'll he'll be he'll learn how to eat off of Ben's movement for sure
1: oh my god,
0: yes, well, let's talk about the most disrespectful trade of the deadline you know which Christoph's? One I'm talking about
1: christphs <laughs> you know, they traded, yeah. they traded yo. him for a water burger
0: yo. <laughs> They, no. they traded him for some wings and some mumbo sauce
1: and, and you saw how, <laughs> how when a trade went down Luca dropped 51
0: mm-hmm. yeah. when
1: he did that that showed me like oh they didn't like each other
0: oh they didn't like <laughs> each other at all well poor Zingad I mean this is the Kyrie effect you burned your way you burned your bridge out of two different franchises mm-hmm. they gave you away for some bubble gum you know what I mean
1: Spencer, who's not having a good year. What's in Bertons. your pocket? What, what, what's what's by- in your pocket?
0: for you? That's what they said. What's in your pocket right now?
1: <laughs> what's he said Spencer and Dinwiddle
0: and Davis Burton. <laughs> and the Wizards get next year's second round pick. Yo, I bet you Burton's might be a more effective player with Luka. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: That was like a sneaky pickup in a trash trade. Absolutely.
1: No. <laughs> Like, I know you're bringing it up because, you know, Porzingis, that's our guy. Like, we he's love the unicorn. Guy, that's your guy. I, lo- I like Porzingis. Yeah. I know he's been battling injuries
0: and just, like, yeah, find just, his place. His his knees is the next – one of the next few times or you're just waiting. It's going to be last. He's waiting, right? He, he
1: yeah. looks – but I feel like him coming to the Wizards – and, again, I live in the D.C. area. People are actually quite, quite hyped about, I would be too. He's awesome. About Porzingis. And, again, yeah. with
0: – If they can and, keep Beal – that's a, mm. a fun team.
1: It's a fun team. A fun team. And the East, they'll definitely make the playoffs every year at the AFC, every year guaranteed.
0: Yeah. Then will um
1: not like the, At all. Did not
0: like that for the Mavericks. Yeah, doesn't make sense. It's an asset though. That's I think it means that they're definitely going to do a sign and trade with um Who's who's the old boy that emerged when Luka was out for a little while? Their point guard. I mean, look. I always forget his name. But it's definitely gonna be a sign to trade in the off season with uh, Oh yeah. With where is he? Jalen Brunson. Oh yeah, he had a great good really, really good year, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well what's, it's just, what's, a, what's really not gonna keep me. He doesn't fit with Luca, that's the problem.
1: Yeah, he doesn't fit with Luke. He takes some some key possessions away.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel that they
1: don't have that chemistry. I feel it with Spencer, especially because Spencer can shoot threes well and he rebounds well. Yeah, Great cutter. He's scoring the paint a little bit better than Brunson. Yeah, I think that's perfect. My well, biggest uh, thing
0: in the Luka. playoffs with the Mavs, though, is Porzingis, he could bang, he could cover, like, the lanky guys in a series. You know what I mean? He matches mm-hmm. up with the lanky guys in a series. You lose a lot of length. You're going to play DeLon uh, Wright more. Hmm. Or no, no, Brandon, Brandon. Wright Yeah, Brandon Wright. Mm-hmm. Who's who's the skinny center on the Mavs? Brandon Wright. Yeah, Brandon Wright.
1: That's Brandon Wright. Yeah, but Brandon Wright yeah. this is who he is. I would love Brandon Wright for my Sixers, but you know that's neither here nor there. Yeah,
0: but now Brandon Wright's not playing. Now he's moving in the starting position, which he's frail. I was just I, I you know, playoff series. I don't see that working out.
1: No, he's good for the regular season. He would not be good for a series. There's no one in the West. But
0: if that this matters. is what Luca wanted, with that that's free agency looming.
1: That's what you did. This was the right it.
0: move by the Mavericks.
1: A thousand percent. One
0: hundred percent. A thousand. This is percent. what Luca wanted. Boom. That's yeah. Done. Whatever you want. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. let me tell you something. Look, people ain't talking. This is me being. I'm. I'm. I'm definitely just looking too much into things. But LeBron always praises Luca. L.A. is such a great market. I feel like Luca looks better as a Laker. Now again, I love Cuban. Cuba's gonna just give him all the money in the world. You know what I'm saying? I understand that. However, I just feel like Luca, for the for the for the NBA sake and for the future, I would love Luca for the Lakers. That's just oh, me.
0: Yeah, he's he'd be great there.
1: It's let's not happening see, though. No, it's
0: not happening. Not. Cuba's nah, Cuba's not letting that happen. He's now gonna let's throw talk about, yeah. let's talk about this wild four team deal. You got Ibaka, uh DiVincenzo, Trey Lyles, Josh Jackson makes it back to the Kings. Yes. Take two. Like, he yes. was on the Kings before, right? I'm mm-hmm. not crazy? Yeah. yeah right. And then right. Rodney Hood goes to L.A. Clippers. I don't know how much he has left after he's blown up both knees now, I think. hmm And uh, then the Pistons get Marvin Bagley III, which I'm was, was happy I to like see that. him get some burn. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like that for him. And, man. I, he's a way, I don't want him to get wasted for his career.
0: Yeah, just go to a wasted team and put up some empty numbers and let's see what you got. Um, I think Ibaka to the Bucks is so slept on. Cause that's now the most underrated got, one. Now they got Portis, who's been playing out his mind for his skill level. Nobody's talking about it. And I always, Serge you know, I Ibaka. love Portis. Yes. And Serge Ibaka can hit that three just as good as Portis from mm-hmm. the corner. That's all yep. they need from him. Yep. So now you got a guy with the blocking skills of Ibaka yep. and Giannis on the floor at the same time, and crunch yes. time in crunch time minutes. Yes, that's some championship. That's some championship sauce right there. I like that. Yeah, man.
1: That bench is looking really, really amazing.
0: Uh, Charlotte Hornet, Skip Montrez, Harrell, Washington Wizards traded for Ish Smith and Vernon Carey. You really wonder what they're doing sometimes. That's the best yes. you can get for Harrell? Yes. Yeah. I know Montrez got into a fight with somebody in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Montrez is an intense guy, but that's the type of intensity sometimes good for a team, you know?
1: I don't know, man. That way, everywhere you go, you be having beef with teammates. That's true. That's not a good sign, man. I am looking
0: forward to Lamelo Ball and Montrez pick and roll, though. That'll be fun.
1: Now I'm also interested, to, and I will, I will. I cannot wait to hear the beat writers talk about their locker room. Because, like I said, I'm not a big fan of Montrez. Hero. I actually think. What the, I think the Wizards won because like what, it's one of those things was addition by subtraction. Mm-hmm. Ish Smith is very, very slept on, especially after losing Dinwiddle. You get Ish Smith, who's also a guy who can really penetrate really, really well, shoots really well. You're kind of getting the same kind of player. Now he's not as good as Dinwiddle. Don't get it twisted. What I'm saying is at this stage and what they've been doing this year, Ish, Ish Smith has been low key having a really decent season, and uh. And also, the Wizards getting a 2023 20, uh, second round pick, picks are always an asset. And that, But back to your original point, it also goes back to Montrez. And um, he's definitely not a good chemistry guy in the locker room. You see that everywhere he's gone Clippers, Lakers, now there. And also, with his skill set, I mean, yeah, he scores, he plays hard, but what does he really, really do for a championship team? I think he's great yeah. for a regular season. What will he do in the playoffs? And then we've seen what he's done in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, he just can't be out on the floor and be effective in the playoffs. But they're not going to need – this is just to bridge the gap when Miles Bridges isn't on the floor or needs a break. You know what I mean? I, I think it was – the Hornets didn't give up anything that they're that's going to hurt them. So I, I oh, like wow. the pickup personally. Oh, I loved it. I yeah. loved it. And for you, both you, teams, you, you got my teams, late text about Lamella Ball a couple nights ago. I, I just every time I watch that man for a full uh, game, I'm like, he's gonna be, he's gonna be uh, a top, top twenty NBA top 20 player. NBA <laughs> player. I'm not me. afraid to say that's then.
1: that's a whole that's another that's a whole other episode. Like honestly, yeah. because again, I'm not even here to disagree or agree with you.
0: i mean, the only dude who's put up the numbers like him in his first two years is Magic Johnson. Done. Yeah, and he's about the same height as Magic too, which is uh-huh. kind of crazy. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. Uh, Suns bring back Torrey Craig, loved it. There's already the yeah. the chemistry, big part of the playoff run. They're going they're going back for it. They're taking a series. And when they did that, because um, the Suns also got Aaron Holiday. When they did all the moves,
1: they made what that taught what that told me was that they're not settling, mm-hmm. and they have goals in mind. And they lost because of
0: the bench. Yes. Now they're going back with the bench.
1: Just to see, because again, they're the best team in basketball. Yeah. By far. And for them to be so dialed in, like he's so dialed in this year, it might have me jump him. By the end of the year, if he continues to play like this, he might jump into my top three. That's how uh, he, like, like, honestly, he went from my top six to now, like almost my top three with his play. He's been playing amazing. And he's 36 years old. He's my age. He's about to be 37. Actually, I'm I'm starting to be 37 in March. So it's amazing. amazing. That's know. crazy, amazing. Um but the Sun but the back of the Suns, for them not to feel that pressure, like for them to just go out the way and really try to still keep getting better and better really shows me that they really are trying to win and they're really trying to make a real impact on the league. So I'm very I'm very I'm really happy for the Suns.
0: So Boston, they went out and got Derek White, who I think is a uh underutilized player from San Antonio. You and I obviously uh, don't agree on Demonte Murray. I think he is one of the best young players in the league. You're not that big of a fan. Um, but, I tell you what, in this trade, I guarantee you Josh Richardson has his career season next year and replaces that production. <laughs> You're right. Derek White yeah. is a better player than that system that he was in, because he was just fulfilling a role. Because he couldn't mm-hmm. have the ball in his hands mm-hmm. as much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but
1: He's being limited. I'm so happy
0: yeah. you pointed that out. He was being
1: very like – Josh Richardson actually fits better with the Spurs because, you know, he shoots. Yeah, no, plays, no, yeah it, he fits it's... way better. Derek wants to put the ball on the ground. Yeah. But we already have, like you just said, the, the guy that I don't really hold much esteem for, you know, he was take up all the dribbles.
0: Uh, hey, man, he's averaging almost a triple-double. He's pretty nasty, but it's not empty either. That's the thing. No, I mean, I think he's on the right team for his for his talent. I oh, think yeah. Popovich is Pop, Pop found his man. Yes, yeah, Pop is amazing. So yeah, I'm big uh, on. Pop. But Derek White, I I love the first game with the Celtics. I think it's interesting. I think it's a better 2K team than a real mm-hmm. basketball team. Yes. Yeah. Be interesting. I'm wondering if this means Jalen Brown's gonna get traded for a big man.
1: Mmm. Because the way my man Jason Tatum playing, mm-hmm. I think I think and again. I think in the beginning of the year, it's funny. I wish we can like kind of like gauge what we were talking. Like we were really talking like they these two were like the same. At least yeah. I was.
0: I I always I always said that Jason Tatum had the higher ceiling, but I like Jalen Brown a lot. Mm-hmm. Just but while yeah, he is. and then
1: within the last that's, these last few months, I've seen like oh, there's a difference.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: and, and even because everybody likes to compare Devin Booker to Kobe. No offense. That, no, Jason Tatum's got the Kobe. No, he's Kobe. The way he shoots, the points he tried to shoot at, the way he just holds the ball. When I saw him clap for the ball, Mm -hmm. that's when I was like, that's Kobe.
0: Yeah, Jason Tatum's got the Kobe, for real. No, I agree with that, 100%.
1: And I think Boston need to really just go all in with it. At this point, I wouldn't have said this months ago, but at this point, I think they should go all in with Jason Tatum, which I think they're kind of doing. So the
0: Raptors got Thaddeus Young, uh, which another freaky length guy to add Mm -hmm. to that freaky length lineup. It's like... Mm -hmm. It's like tentacle porn over there. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> everyone's so freaking long. It's crazy. I love the I love
1: the perspective. I love what their <laughs> ideals are. Yeah. They want long not too tall.
0: They don't want like super tall people. Uh, they want they want everyone eerily same height and crazy yes. length. Yes. It'd be like the toughest Red Rover game of all time.
1: <laughs> yes. Which was again defensively, that's what you want to build your team for, in this kind of league, I guess, a lot of people would disagree with me. I actually feel as though you should try to build like you know how the Bulls are, the Raptors and the Bulls are kind of so because they have to switch everything. Everybody's like that six foot six, except for Van Fleet, of course. But everybody's yeah. like that six eight, six seven, long seven like seven foot wingspan. Mm-hmm. Pretty strong individuals too, because they're not like weak, skinny people. They're pretty solid individuals. So their whole thing is we're gonna switch everything, which is why it's pretty hard to run the pick and roll against the Raptors, which is obvious. But uh, I love that Thaddeus Young and uh, good leadership. Thaddeus Young is a low key good leader.
0: Yeah, I will hope he gets a championship before he can. He's one of the oddest players. Has a, the oddest career. Traded so many times. Good, but produces when he gets trades. Importantly, on a playoff team. And then the playoff team, ah, I don't have enough money to resign you. Mm-hmm. Signs with a bad team, makes money, yep. waits the last year of his contract, gets traded back to a playoff team. <laughs> it's just the craziest cycle that keeps repeating itself. Where's Dragic gonna go to?
1: I'm hoping the Lakers, but I have a feeling he might go to the Clippers. Just so the Clippers can spite him.
0: Oh, it's so weird. I thought he wanted to play Luca, but I get they got Brunson and Dinwiddie now.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I was now. I know they they're friends. Yeah, and I thought he would want to play with them, but uh, nah. Goran would be fun running the second unit on the Lakers. Yes, he would be fun, but we our team's too old, man. Russ ruins everything. I'd rather us go to. I'd rather the Lakers go to G League and just pick up some really talented, <laughs> talented yeah. some
0: young dudes. Honestly, man, I I just don't know with Russ, bro. I don't know what's <sighs> gonna happen there. It's a mess. It's
1: a you mess. know what's so funny? Yes.
0: You're saying it's a mess,
1: and I've been like been watching Russ. Don't get me wrong, Russ is. They should never got him. It's it's it's, it's really
0: Rob Pelinka's fault. You know you want to blame LeBron. It's he's wrong. not the GM. No. At the end well, of the day, no, LeBron no, no. At the end of the day, LeBron said, "Get Russ instead of Demar." He did. He said that. He said that. Because so, he he didn't do it. <laughs>
1: and he no. And LeBron should get a lot of criticism for that. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, you are the GM for the L.A. Lakers. Yep. And let me tell you something. Like, yeah, you'll get some slap from LeBron at first, but guess what? He would have saw how Russ is playing. <laughs> and he would have this, you know what, Rob? You're right. I'm yeah. so happy you-. And let me tell you something. That's, that's what made Jerry Krause. I admire him a little bit with Michael Jordan. Because he had the gall and the and in the and and and, 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 the, and like the power and and the power of mind is saying no to Michael Jordan. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, that's why I bet that's what makes pop so amazing. The the fa- the power of no is something that's so underrated in life. You have to be able to say no to somebody. You, and again, most of the time, your first impression, your first thought is usually the correct one. You can't tell me that the people in the Laker organization didn't look at LeBron and say, "What the hell are you thinking?" And I know that that Anthony Davis probably looking at LeBron like, "What the hell you're thinking?" Even though he went with LeBron to go, I know he looked down like, "What, what the hell you're thinking?" Because every day since they got had a rust. He looks so depressed. Anthony no. Davis looks really sad.
0: He did. For real. So. Uh, Daniel Thies. Love so it. The Celtics. I know you love it. I'm whatever. I don't care. You are
1: whatever. But he's, I I love chemistry.
0: He's the most I don't care player ever. Like He's fine. He's, Let's he's not fine. Over get overexcited. Uh, Dennis Schroeder probably going to get cut. Hopefully he gets cut by the Houston Rockets. Hearing he might return to LA. Don't hate it. That. Don't hate it. He played well for us. I love it for storylines. Yeah, exactly. Bring back the German. Yeah, he'll play much better than Russ. <laughs> he will.
1: And that's the funny sad part. The Celtics got bowl bowl.
0: They got him. That was back. huge. <laughs> we'll see. He's he's injured. When does he come back?
1: Uh, no one knows.
0: I'm looking right now.
1: No, literally no. I don't even think he knows.
0: Yeah, it just says I, out.
1: Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I think he's out. I think he's out for the rest of the year. That's, just okay. my, that's, just, that's, that's my thing.
0: It'll be fun to see him in Boston,
1: though.
0: I, I, I think you would
1: uh, love that I, guy. I thought Bo was was the Magic, great, sir. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, Bo Bo got and PJ Magic.
0: went to the oh,
1: First of all, the Celtics get a, a 20, 2023 second-round pick, which I thought... I, the Magic I,
0: just keep collecting these big men.
1: What the hell is up with this? That's like their thing. They're trying to find a next Shaq. Carter right next to Dwight bamba bobo you, you can tell they're being ran by uh businessmen yeah they're going back to the old portfolio and say you know we were the best when we had centers yeah so let's find us a really great big man that can block
0: shots is this <laughs> michael carter williams farewell to the nba yeah Probably. yeah yeah. he should have been gone still i was a his rookie year when he was a everyone... yeah i was yeah, big I,
1: yeah i was on his balls You
0: remember? he's I the beginning was of the process
1: yeah, he was the beginning. I was on his balls. I'll never forget that season because I remember we're, this is the last time I started, like, outwardly praising the 76ers. Because if yeah. you notice, I never praise the 76ers. I keep it in my praise within because, like, you know, it's like superstition and shit. But uh, when he went there, remember how great he was playing got Rookie of the Year? Yeah. They're, they won, like, seven straight games at the beginning of the season. I was like, this is it. And I was talking so much trash. And then by the end of the year, it was like, oh, this is who you are.
0: Jazz it. acquired Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Honcho Hernan Gomez. Love it. Thomas Sadaransky went to the Spurs. Yep. And Joe Ingles went to the – Yeah, with uh, the Blazers. Yeah. Blazers. And That's I don't my hate, guy. I, I like that pickup for the Blazers, honestly, in the future. It's a great It's a great pickup. But this is such a lateral move for the Jazz. I don't see this moving them, moving the needle. I, they, they are not content. They, they needed to go out and make a move.
1: They, they needed to make a move. They need to Man. make a bigger move than that, but I feel like they couldn't make that many moves, so they just took what they can get. I actually like the uh, Nikolai pick with uh, Alexander Walker. I like him. He plays hard. He's going to be good for the second unit. Hernan name, her name, name Gomez, <laughs> uh, Juancho, Johncho, Juancho, whatever I can ever say. Juancho. I actually like him. Great post moves. Again, they really made their second unit better, so they maybe traded Joe Ingles. To make their second unit better, which just sucks because I love Joe Ingles. He has the what the most threes in jazz history.
0: Yeah. Crazy stat, by the way. I'm wondering if Donovan Mitchell's gonna go to the Knicks. I could see, I could see the Heat, but it's something inside me tells me he's gonna be in Madison Square Garden. Message? That's a
1: huge. That's a huge. Do you understand what you just said right now? Yeah. Uh, like I Dwayne just, Wade gonna let go of his arrogant son?
0: Hmm. Mm. Okay, I don't know. Talk to me again in a year. Yeah, I'll talk to you again in a year. <laughs> but we got to uh, talk about. The, have we talked about the Kings? No, we're we're gonna get to the Kings. We're gonna get to the Kings. I think. I'm looking. At, uh, yeah, that's the that's the last one. This we'll close on this one. Oh no, we got to talk about the McCollum trade too. Um, so Kings. Loved everything the Kings did. I love, and again,
1: I don't know how how you loved it, Everything are. the Kings did. Love everything. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love everything the Pacers yeah, did. And the Kings the actually came out on on top from the perspective that I didn't think that him is like, like again, I want you to expound more on this point. The connection that Sabonis and um, the point Fox. guard, Fox, my fault, De'Aaron, the, the, their chemistry, they're already developing. They look really what, good for the first yes. two games. They look really good. Yeah, I want you to expound upon that, but that's the reason why that the Kings actually came a little bit on top. I mean the Pacers got the better now. end. The Pacers now. got the no, the Pacers got the better end, but the Kings got more than what I
0: thought was they're capable of getting. My biggest thing is like you trade DeMonte Sabonis. Why is Michael Turner still on your team? You're blowing it up, blow it up. Yes. Why Miles Turner on the team, blow it up? Yeah, it makes no sense. Uh, Halliburton's looked amazing since the trade. Sabonis 22 and incredible. 16
1: yesterday, man. I saw that game yesterday. He looked like nothing, like, he looked like, a, that's like that's his team.
0: Yeah, I'm a Halliburton stand, so I don't, I think I might be a little biased here. I think the Kings are freaking crazy for taking Halliburton and keeping Fox, but Fox is their guy now, and him and DeMontis are on the same timeline, so I think that may have been what Fox needed my biggest yeah. thing is with the money that De'Aaron Fox is making and Bill Simmons said this other day and I was like oh yeah that's a good point De'Aaron Fox is making top five point guard money right mm-hmm. top eight point guard money but he nope, may never be a top, top ten may never be a top ten point guard
1: never in fact <laughs> he's barely top 15 right now
0: yeah uh that that's two to be determined. If the Kings make the play in and him and Sabonis go off, which they played really well. I think they've won four of six since the game. Um, that'll be interesting. So I, I, I'm going to put a pause on that one, and we're going to regroup in the next couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah.
1: No, because if I haven't seen – if I if I would have – if we would have went like a split re- reaction like after Thursday, we would have shit all over the Kings.
0: All over. Oh, but I now, was. But, Everyone I yeah. texted. And yes,
1: but, but now I'm like, it. oh, Okay. All right, I can dig it. Also, let's, let's let's not forget that Sabonis. You know, his father was a West Coast guy. Yeah. Now Sabonis on the West Coast, something he's more comfortable comfortable with, as far as you know, whatever.
0: Uh, CJ McCollum, Larry Nance, Tony Sounds. Larry Nance probably missed the rest of the season now.
1: mm mm-hmm. yeah.
0: uh, But CJ McCollum added to this weird roster that they got going in New Orleans. It's a good trade for them. You go out and you get a good player. Yeah, you got to make that move if you want to try and keep Zion. That's yeah. that's just what I saw here. I don't. At, think there's yeah. that much to talk about, honestly.
1: At the I think end, trade.
0: Yeah, yeah. I sell. The Blazers could have gotten more if McCollum hadn't had that collapsed lung. It really
1: killed the value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could have probably we gotten a second
0: that. first round pick in this trade. Oh
1: yeah, definitely.
0: But I do like Josh Hart added to that roster. It's a lower salary. It that allows the Blazers pick, to bring in. To bring in uh, talent in the free agency? Because I don't think we see um, uh, Dame back this season. No, he shouldn't come back. In fact, <laughs> he should like revolt. Let's talk about Kar- the Cavs getting Karis LeVert and Rajon Rondo. Set- separate trades. Um, they gave up the first round pick, lottery protected. Mm-hmm. And two second rounders in Ricky Rubio's contract. Rubio was done. They went out, they got Rondo, who was a great veteran pickup for them. That I, I love that pickup behind Garland, and he's gonna teach Garland those little things, little things. You saw what he did for Trey Young in just a few oh, months. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah,
1: just a few months.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, he actually,
1: he actually, and um, Rajon Rondo actually like it seems to like really enjoy the, that role. He loves that role as a coach, teacher. He'll be yeah. a great
0: coach. He's, he's gonna be a great when coach over. one of these days. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he, he's gonna fight one of his players too. Oh yeah, I can't wait! Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna those be those like free wells. A reverse, wells. it's gonna be a yeah. reverse free, will. <laughs> it's be a a reverse free well. Reverse Yeah, yep. It's can't gonna be crazy. <laughs> um, but I think the sneakiest pickup here, Karis the Vert. Mm-hmm. When I first looked at this, I was a little bit disappointed, in the Cavs, because Eric Gordon is exactly who they needed, and he was available for probably a cheaper price tag. You could just throw him first, protected first up there, and mm-hmm. give it to the Houston and be like, okay. But, after I thought about it, I was like, oh yeah, Karis Levert used to play with Jared Allen on the Nets. If I remember correctly, they had a really great pick-and-roll chemistry. Karis Levert used to drop buckets with Jared Allen on the Nets. He was the one who made Jared Allen start looking good on the Nets. Mm-hmm. This was a great trade. Awesome trade. Matches the timeline. This is, this is the best young team in the NBA, and it's not close.
1: Oh, yeah. Um... I think you are made a point of the pick and roll between LeVert and um, Allen.
0: Yeah.
1: It's is very very underrated. Also, and then feel like he,
0: he led them back by twenty points against the Cavs. He did uh, against the net, uh, LeVert, Pacers pacing, two yeah. days later after the so, trade. LeVert's a baller, ready. man. I was I was never that high on him, but our, our uh, colleague C.J. McLaughlin, he he loves LeVert's game, and I mm-hmm. I, I, I watched it closely. I'm I'm a big LeVert guy. Now. I love the bird. He fits. He's exactly what that team needs. A guy who can take that shot at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. He's definitely Fearless. an overachiever. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think it's his size that also turns me off. Yeah. And,
1: I mean, he's so long. He is pretty long. He is pretty long. Um, plus, I, I, again, sometimes I forget he is a guard, though. Yeah, People he's forget a guard. Sometimes, sometimes I forget. Because the way he plays, he plays so...
0: He, he looks he can, he, yeah. like he should be a small forward, but he's a yeah. guy. Yeah, he looks like he's he like, looks like an undersized this, three, but he's an all oversized this time, two.
1: Yeah. He's an oversized two. So all this time I thought he was undersized three, but he's actually oversized two, which is actually amazing. That's actually yeah. great. That's
0: great. Especially
1: for this team. Especially next to Garland who's that's a good undersized, like a smaller right. guy. Yeah, very it's actually I have all the picks, like you said, the ones you like brought to my attention, the ones you brought to my
0: attention. This is one of the ones that I was like, oh. Hmm. No, but I'm gonna tell you something here. I'm not gonna be surprised if we see the Cavs representing the East in the finals. Did I tell you?
1: But didn't I say that? I swear. I said on. on I swear. I, I know you heard me say. You're you gonna that have to find
0: that clip. My, my memory. My memory's a little four. blank there. Remember yeah? I said. Remember I said they're gonna be top four. Yeah. Remember I, don't so, remember. Now, I remember it. the top four, but I don't remember you saying it. You were we were tiptoeing around. I don't remember I was you saying it. I
1: was tiptoeing. It. Well,
0: until you show me, I'm claiming I said it first. <laughs> All right. You can have it. No, no, no! You tell you if you think you said it, go find it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it for real. Now ESPN doesn't even like this trade that much. They, gave they a C. uh they gave it a C. They gave it a C. Yeah, I don't,
1: I, don't, I don't agree with that. I think
0: it's exactly what they needed.
1: Yeah, man. What I've learned this year is that a lot of people at ESPN don't really be knowing shit about basketball.
0: Well they stop they stopped paying their top analysts. They've gone other places mostly. So
1: like even down to like now that I'm seeing Anthony Davis this year, I see Damian Lillard this year. Um I'm wondering how Dwight Howard and Clay Thompson didn't make the top seventy five list. And at that point, that's when I was like, "Oh yeah, they lost a lot of." Not saying ESPN, that wasn't ESPN. I was actually nba.com, but let's be real, they're all the same people. They're all the, they talk to the same people, they're all the – whatever.
0: Yeah. Um
1: so they, they they're losing me a lot. I need more I, I, but back to your, our original point, we need more uh basketball analysts that actually uh, you know, like basketball to analyze basketball.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for totally. Um yeah, I think that's going to wrap us up for today though, man. We, we have talked about all the important—we'll cover the Norman Powell-Robert Covington deal on the next episode. We're running short on time here, but this was a fun one going through all these trades. And uh, hopefully we can get another episode out this week, later yeah. on in the week, because now— We may have to up. do a
1: part two. Yeah, we yeah. got to do a part two, maybe.
0: Football's man, a lot we of gotta, trades. Got to turn in the hip-hop homework, because, man, I've been listening to some outcasts, and—
1: yeah, that's, that's a whole other episode. I've been really binging outcasts, and I think they need more respect. I think Big Boy needs more respect. I said that last oh, yeah, episode, sure. but he needs way more respect. Uh,
0: you already know how I feel about him. They're my
1: favorite. Oh, yeah. so. they,
0: they're your guys. All right. Well, he's Mel Taylor. Coach, Um, Woody Massey. Thanks for listening. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, you are entering the realm of... 5, two.